Welcome everyone to another episode of Too Busy to Flush. I'm JR. And I'm Molly. And we're married. Almost 12 years. Right? Yeah. Oh wait. Do you think things have gotten like, I don't know, do you feel like our relationship has gotten better, worse? We've gotten used to each other? I don't know. We keep changing, so there's different things That's to get true. used to. Yeah, we, we change a lot. That's okay. Whatever. It works. Life is full of changes. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Sometimes. I don't really love all the change, to be honest. You don't like any change ever, though. This is true. <laughs> so, but speaking of not me, me not liking change ever, uh, I'm really proud of myself for getting out of my comfort zone and committing to going camping with the kids and another family next weekend. Do you realize I don't think I've slept in a tent since early elementary school? Not that we're sleeping in a tent because we're sleeping in a KOA cabin. You're not supposed to tell people that. Baby steps. Oh, I will fully admit she said, this is 100% baby steps. But my parents used to backpack and camp in the Beartooths all the time. Like we had our favorite spots. Um, we would hike into lakes. We would camp next to them. And then wow. my parents bought the cabin, and all the spare time we had, we would go up there. And there's not even really hiking trails where we are, so we don't even really... We stopped hiking, except for for hunting, mm-hmm. when you're not on... You're on game trails. We... I grew up camping all the time. It kind of started with a yearly homeschool camp out at Sealy Lake. Um a bunch of homeschoolers that kind of got to know each other, mostly through legislative stuff. Somebody decided to organize a homeschool camp out. And so we'd go up there for like a week. We'd yeah. camp, they'd rent this one big area and we'd all line this big thing and we'd just hang out for a week at Sealy Lake and it was awesome. And then I'll never forget, it was while we were living here in Billings. Um, I think I was in junior high, late junior high. My parents surprised us with we all packed up in the back this is back when you can ride in the back of a truck with a topper on it mm-hmm. so we have my dad's ford and we went up to we did a week-long camping trip through banff and jasper national park ending in i think we did calgary zoo while we were up there too with some friends and then we ended in edmonton at the edmonton mall cool and it was awesome how old were you i think i was probably thirteen no, I was younger than that. I'd have been. Oh, I was. I was, was on I also JV. I was on Mall once. Yeah. But I was like mid elementary school, and that's where I first saw a pot-bellied pig and decided set my heart on owning one. And wow. for for kicks, I would just to see what was for sale. I would comb through the newspaper and the like classifieds mm-hmm. for pets just to see you know how much a black lab sells for. And I found a potbelly pig that somebody was selling out of Mile City. And while my dad was at work one day, my mom somehow agreed to go <laughs> drive, meet these people at a truck stop. And we came home with grunt. Dear dad. I know. And then we started researching. This is pre-internet days. And then we started researching and they lived like 18 to 25 years. And so and I was... like, oh my word. Yeah. I was off at college and... Um, my parents were like, we don't want Grunt anymore. We never hang out with him. He just did, he, you know, he has the pig nose. So he, mm-hmm. I mean, he was clever as a pet for a long time, but uh, 25 years is a big commitment. Like, most marriages don't last that long, <laughs> let alone pets. Like, well, I've gone through three husbands, but I got the same I know, pig. the same pig. Maybe that's why you went through three husbands. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, um, Edmonton. We've both been to the Edmonton Mall in our early years. Only we, did we, a day? we did it. We drove up and did a train tour of oh, the Canadian so Rockies. Cool. It, it was pretty sweet. We did a day. I think we did a day at the water park. No, we did a In half a day. Yeah. My dad had decided we were going to do a half a day at the water park and a half a day at the amusement park. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think, was that it? Yeah, that was that was before we did a big Disney World trip. And I've been to Disney World a couple times. You know, they've got all the different parks at Disney World. Mm-hmm. And that, I remember going to Disney World and my dad saying, okay, we screwed up at Edmonton and only did a half a day at the water park when we should have done a whole day. <laughs> so we're going to do a whole day at the water park. And we ended up staying a whole week. And this was back when we were in high school. 
Back so, before Disney's expensive yeah. these days. So we stayed at one of the resort. Like, I don't remember which mm. world we stayed at. It was so cool. The mistake I made was not spending an entire day or two at Epcot. Mm. Epcot was my mm-hmm. was way better than the other ones. Because you're thinking, well, let's go to Magic Kingdom and ride the rides. Well, Epcot was way cooler. Anyway, so we ended, it was high school. So <laughs> we did one full day. We did like a day at Magic Kingdom, another day, I don't remember where, and then like a day at a water park. And then but the did you fourth see day. World? No. But then the fourth, I've been to, I haven't been to SeaWorld. But then the fourth day, my parents said, you guys can go do what you want. And we took off. And where did we go? We went to another water park. There were three water parks, and mm. we decided to hit two out of the three. But I've been to Bush Gardens like three times. I've been to Disneyland three or four times. I've been to a couple of Six Flags. I love them. I was really disappointed when I went to California to pick up the trailer with Tito because we drove by Six Flags and Tito's jaw hit the floor. And yeah. I'm like, buddy. He doesn't even know that a music I am park really so exists. bummed that they're closed because if they were open, we would absolutely be spending an entire day riding roller coasters. <laughs> It'd be amazing. But alas. Once we get the Spartan going, hopefully there will be no more pandemics In during our lifetime. And we'll do all sorts of stuff like that. You know, the thing that keeps running around in my head is like, is it even worth doing the Spartan? Because are we even going to be able to travel in um, two or three years? Do you not? Yeah, we will. Do you not? Can we see anything? Is there going to be any more parks? Are we going to have to go through like papers, please? You know, I, I don't know. We can see things. We can go to, we can drive to the Grand Canyon. Lily today, for some reason, pulled out a map and was like, have I ever told you how much I like to see the Grand Canyon? And I was like... No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. <laughs> I've never been to the Grand Canyon, though. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. Okay, so the Grand Canyon... Stop number one. You can social distance on the way to the Grand Canyon if you're in your own trailer, and you can social distance at the Grand Canyon. So, see, we can yeah. do that. We can do all sorts of stuff yeah. like that. I we just, can, I keep wondering... We can drive the, the big highway to Alaska. My over overstimulated imagination and creativity makes me wonder if the world is going to be so completely different by that point. I think travel in the last will be couple very of different. years that it's just going to be like impossible or something. I don't know. But we are going to try our first KOA campground because, folks, we have a 37 foot trailer. We're not going anywhere boondocking in this thing unless it's the desert. <laughs> except. <clears throat> and there's no trees. Except. We could, there is, I sent you this from following this couple that does, that's living out of a van right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a network of breweries and wineries. And for like, oh, you did do- send me for that. Like, yeah. I looked, did you look at how much the membership is? No, I didn't. It's like $79. You guys, this is our thing, man. And it's going to be our park jam. As long as you, they have, as they, long as we drink, not a problem here. Well, that's their assumption, is you're going to patronize them. Heck yes. Which is fine. Um, you All have night to, long. You have to be completely self-sufficient, is the thing. There's no tenting. Like, you have to be in an enclosed vehicle, and you can't require any hookups. Like you, and this so, is perfect. So this that is, is brilliant. So that is technically boondocking, this, right? Yeah, it's totally boondocking. But so yes. for, for, I will try to find the link for this so we can post it. Right. Um, for, I think, $80 a year... You can park in this network of breweries and wineries all across the United States. So you're not paying to park, you know, in a KOA or whatever. And um, and in return, they just know, you know, they don't there's not an expectation. I can do it now with my rooftop tent. I don't think so. I don't think the tent because you're not self-contained. Like, I am. I, I don't I'm I'm not sure they'd be cool with that. All right. Um, I'll have to email them and ask. But but you could you could go to a state park with your rooftop tent. Right. Though. I guess what I mean by boondocking is we're not going to be going out into the wilderness. No. And but, finding some really hard to drive road with you know. But but boondocking means that you're self-contained. Right. It right? means you're self-contained. Yes. Which a KOA doesn't require being self-contained necessarily. No. Right? And my goal is that, is to get a setup so we could at least go two weeks or something somewhere. We don't have to have hookups because I I actually think it's cheaper. I at least one campground I saw it was cheaper if you don't need hookups. You yeah. can still use the full pull through, but if you don't need hookups, it didn't. Yeah, because you. you're not like nothing. You're not costing them. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Oh, well. Um. So anyway. so I <clears throat> don't want this to be a super long episode. 
okay. because I want to go to bed. Um, but I, for, I'm not really sure why I have started, instead of, I usually sing Jesus Loves Me to the kids while I'm scratching mm-hmm. their backs, or it's been Cristo me ama to Elise. Mm-hmm. And this is why, I just realized this is why I've switched to um, singing hymns to them, a couple verses of a hymn, because I got tired of singing Jesus Loves Me to Faith. And she started insisting on the doxology, which is really short. So I was adding other things on. So I added Amazing Grace onto the doxology for faith. And Elise wanted Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine, because she loves the chorus, which she actually learned from her Sunday school teachers for the last two years. Um, They had them memorize the chorus. This is my story. This is my song. And she likes to belt it out because she's like that. Anyway, um, I've been singing different hymns to the kids and different lines have kind of been striking Mm -hmm. me. And I just thought that we could talk about lines of hymns or worship Mm. songs that we sing that we particularly like and why they strike us as something that we like. Now, that's interesting because I have this, you know, where we go to a Reformed church and it's all about the words and not about the music, at least it was. And I, it's you know, not. You're, you're Well, over... no, but I mean, I my emphasis is always more on... My emphasis is, is a lot more on melody and composition and structure and, like, the chords. There's a particular... I was telling Ty about this the other day. Our buddy Ty, we were playing... Uh, he was playing a guitar, and I was like, yeah, E minor, C, G, and D. I think that's the progression. E minor, or E minor to C, D, well, one of those progressions. Is like, that progression strikes me to my core. There's just something about that, about that progression that just gets me every time. So it's like the this one song. Mean anything to I know, me. I know. It's the way music, <laughs> it's like I explain, you know, David in the Psalms wrote music to calm Saul, like this way, he he wrote that music, in the you know had the, with or without we assume it wasn't in Edwards doesn't say, but the the music calmed his soul just the music itself Mm -hmm. the power of the music and I feel like it's downplayed a lot, but in terms of I don't we don't need to get into that discussion but in terms of what really strikes me about a song it's almost less about words and more about the actual song composition the emotion that he books. So we should scrap this conversation. No, 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 no. And talk about what we ate this week or something. No, no, not at all. The one song that's coming to mind, where's my, um, oh, it's that Bethel music song that I like so much. You like Um, a Bethel music song? The one, the one we sang at the reunion. Do you remember the one that my cousin sang? The gal? No. Oh, see, you got it. You can't spring this stuff on me. I should. I. You're right. Because I. I I don't like. Yeah, I haven't put any thought into like what words strike me. So, I'm gonna look this song up, and you can talk. And I'll talk. Well, so I've been singing um, "Be Thou My Vision" to Titus, and um, in light of our sermon this last Sunday that was on Psalm 37 that includes. Is it Psalm 37 or Psalm 34? Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Oh, that's... Um, I think it's Psalm 34, but anyway. So, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give yourself the desires of your heart. And in... um, in Nope, Psalm 37, 4. So, I knew there was a 4 in it. Um, and there's a line in... Be thou my vision that says, be thou my dignity, thou my delight. And it just struck me the the delight part, that part of the whole all-encompassing part, the way that that song is structured, that everything about who God is, um, our protector our battle shield, sword for our fight, um, our everything that we're aiming our life towards um, is to be unto God because he is worth it. He is Mm -hmm. big enough and he is the most worthy thing to direct our lives towards. Um, 
And I don't know, just that, that line, be thou my dignity and thou my delight has been standing out to me for the last few days as part of the all-encompassing um, way that we want God to be the vision for our lives. Dignity is interesting in so far as people always talk about they lose their dignity and we don't find our dignity in Christ very much. Or finding, yeah, there's dignity, which to me is your identity, your value, and on the flip side is is guilt and shame, mm-hmm. um, which is Christ um, fulfills and replaces those with dignity and delight. That song is such a classic wedding song. Did we sing that at our wedding? I know we sang no, Come Thou Found. We, we, the only one I remember is Come Thou Found. Because that's my all-time favorite hymn. But um, I wanted a different one that you'd never heard of before. <laughs> um, and I grew up Baptist, folks. All we did was sing hymns. We had a big old hymnal full of I hymn. know. Now I can't even remember what I wanted. Um, <coughs> it's one that's on the Getty Kids hymns that the kids sing all the time now. But um, anyway, I it took me a long time to figure out why Be Thou My Vision is such a popular wedding song, besides that it's just a popular hymn Because you want your spouse to be your vision. No, you want... <laughs> right. I mean, that's that's... The temptation in marriage, but you want Christ to continue being your vision, um, both as individuals and as a couple. So yeah. the more I think about it, the more, even though it's sort of overplayed in that regard, the more powerful it strikes me as as a wedding hymn. Hmm. Hmm. Well, the song I was thinking about actually is, is a loose uh, is an adaptation of a hymn. It is um, Bethel Music and Christine DeMarco. It is well. Uh, They've got that live version, and that just, oh, that song, song cuts me. Oh, so good. Like, just her singing, everything is just phenomenal. But it's it's the classic It Is Well with my soul. Is it Bethel version? I feel like they just use the words It Is Well. They have a bridge, okay. if I remember correctly. They have a bridge. I have a playlist in iTunes that I put together when I was practicing drums for church. All the kind of the songs that I thought were like fantastic, at least to play to, or uh, that I really, really jammed to. And that was one of them. That was one of them for sure. Is there yeah. you like so again? You like that? You're gonna have to edit out yourself tapping. Sorry. On the table. <laughs> If, if for reference, go back and listen to last week's podcast. What about last week's? Tourette syndrome. Oh, yeah. Um, Weird ticks. I think Dad, you're doing that. Do you I think you're doing that because you're thinking of drumming. Why do you tap the center of the plate when you eat? Okay, anyway, that was last week. Um, <laughs> sorry, I sidelined you. Um, no, I'm trying to stay on focus because I just read a really kooky making tea out of banana peels because there's a lot of vitamins and minerals in banana peels that are good for you. And so you boil the banana peel and then you add like vanilla and cinnamon and drink the water from the boiled banana peel. Um, (laughs) It's kind of like drinking banana water. Kind of. You can also use the bananas themselves. Like you can boil a whole banana and then it's sweeter. So like your kids would be interested. Apparently it stimulates the production of something in your body that helps your body produce melatonin. So it, like if you were to give it to your kids an hour before they go to bed, Mm -hmm. it would help them fall asleep because you don't want to actually take melatonin because that makes your body stop date, stop producing it. And it can have like permanent effects. Like your body doesn't start back up again. Um, it's like permanent damage that telling your body to stop making melatonin. Um, but boosting your body's ability to produce it anyway do you like any particular lyrics in it is well or do you like the song the way it's produced like you like the feel (laughs) it produces in Um, you not um yeah the song Um, necessarily lyrics themselves uh, (sighs) i don't know the lyrics offhand that's the problem i mean i sing to it but I'd actually have to look up, I'd have to look up the lyrics, um, and which I can do on iTunes. No lyrics available. That's no good. 
Some of them you can. So I used to love... I have the music floating around somewhere, but... I used to really love it as well, and I still do. To me, that's a funeral song. (laughs) I'm not a big fan of... I mean, I'm not a big fan of the... The old time? The old version, no. It is well... It is Um, well... Oh, yeah, okay. With my So the chorus... With my, that's a classic Baptist one because all the all right. the old and men. So can... there is. I'm looking at the lyrics right now for the Bethel version, and there is. It does have the, at the it back, is but um, one, two, three. But they four, add. Five, you know, it's six, kind of like seven, the classic. Eight, you kind of add your own. Twelve. Um, they say it is well thirteen times in a row. <laughs> How many times is in the original hymn? <laughs> Are we counting? Do you remember? Do you remember the discussion of early nineties? praise music yeah it was I like, do the 7 all they did all we did was sing the same chorus over and over the and over again seven. yeah they're called praise chorus. haven't you ever heard of a 7-Eleven same 7 lines 11 times oh that's funny no I've never heard of that <laughs> that's good no but the chorus is like through it all through it all my eyes are on you and so there's like a, that lyric is fantastic uh-huh. but it's just it's you know it's it's not like um, you don't have to get defensive. Just say you like the way it makes you feel. Oh, so let go, my soul, and trust in him. The waves and wind still know his name. So that like, that line, was like, oh man, so that, whenever like that line when she, when they hit that note, it's like ah, oh, it's just it's like okay. It's so that line doesn't come from the hymn. It is well. That comes from the hymn, Be Still My Soul, which we actually sang in church last week or the week before. But I first heard, and I love that line in Be Still My Soul, because the waves and winds still know Mm -hmm. his voice who who ruled them while he dwelt below. That hymn I first heard on an episode of Alias. (laughs) (laughs) I kid you not. Wow. It was, I can't remember... The exact situation. How many seasons did Alias go for? Like six or seven? At least five or six. It was a lot. I watched all of them. You got the DVD set, I think. I know, because I loved that show. I was was a huge fan. Um, It got a little bit predictable, but, you know, by the time you're at the super predictable, you're you're hooked on it. But um, it was season one or two, probably season two, and there's a funeral scene, like somebody important to one of the main characters had died, and the closing scene of the entire episode was like the person, the 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 bereaved in black getting the folded American flag handed to them, and um and Sila, that's a singer mm-hmm. which I had never heard of until then, is singing. Be still my soul. The entire first verse of the classic hymn, classic composition, is like the closing credits of this episode of Alias. And I was like, I need to track that down. And that was back before digital music. That's funny. so I it was we had the internet, but not digital music. So I tracked it down and I bought I think I even like went to a Best Buy or something and I bought the Sela CD. And I didn't like anything else on the CD, <laughs> as happened, you know, back in the day when you had to buy it. Yeah, Sailor was, uh, yeah, they had a bu- they had a bunch of stuff. Weren't they're they, they're weren't all they? over YouTube still now, but that particular. Oh, we're thinking of a. I'm thinking of a different. There was a Christian reggae band. I think, oh called no, this is like one woman, and the way that she sings this particular song is very haunting, um, and lovely, um, and um, anyway. Uh, no, I, I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking of Sela. They did a song called Sela. I'm thinking of Christafari. <laughs> Christafari was a Christian reggae band that um, they're really good, but back in the day. Um, and there is another uh, group called Sela. But um, where was I going with that? Oh, but no, like that. It, that version of it as well for me was like my jam in 2019. That song, like since I heard it at it was the family reunion of 2018 in November. Mm. It was like a nonstop for an entire year. Like I couldn't get enough of that song. It was awesome. I just, I loved it. But I also, 
it also helped that I was kind of harmonizing with them on that when we performed it for church that one day. That was kind of fun. Um, but you can't look. We can't talk about this, Molly. Lyrically, we can't talk about songs or things. <laughs> I don't know if I like where you're going with this. That without talking about kind of the family's favorite song they like me to play when we sit around the fire and I pull out my guitar. You never do that anymore. It's because we haven't sat around the fire really recently anymore. Okay. The last couple of times I've, I've not been feeling well. I don't know. It's it's not been. I need to print out some more stuff, but. Um, and that's, so if you guys aren't familiar with, um, oh, my mind just went blank again. Dustin Kensrue. The Modern Post. Modern, yeah, I know who they are. I've got the song up here. Oh. Dustin Kensrue played, uh, he is the lead singer for, um, Thrice, the Christian rock band Thrice. I've never been a huge, I've never really listened to Thrice, to be totally honest. Thrice, but he took a couple years off, apparently, to be the worship leader for Mars Hill. Mark Driscoll's Mars Dr- Hill. Mark Driscoll's Mars Hill. And uh, he left, I think, before Driscoll left because of Driscoll things. <laughs> and anyway, so all that to say is he wrote a bunch of stuff under, a bunch of worship stuff under a name called The Modern Post. And one of the songs is Grace Alone. And it's so much fun to play on the guitar. Because for whatever reason, his register for me to sing it at his register, I can get really raspy. And I love, mm-hmm. I just love the sound. And it's just fun to sing and play on the guitar. But the kids love it. And it's so... Um, it's a great song. It's what? just a great... It's, it's called a Grace Alone, super, right? Yeah, it's called Grace Alone. It's a super deep song. But... You know, for the for instance, the first verse, I was an orphan lost at the fall, running away when I'd hear you call. But Father, you worked your will. I had no righteousness of my own. I had no right to draw near your throne. But Father, you loved me still. You know, and then the choruses are actually very different. So it, it sings a little more like a hymn. Um, but each chorus, there's three choruses and each one's different. Each verse is different and each one is so theologically rich. Yeah, it's just is. crazy. Um, but the cool part about the song, from a musician standpoint, is there is a progression. There is a particular progression that he uses. Uh, he starts with a B minor, I think, on the chorus, and on the last chorus, he doesn't go to the B minor. He stays on. Um, he stays on G, or. Is it G? Yeah, he does. No, he does E minor instead of B minor. But you sing the same note, and so the effect is just incredibly, incredibly strong. And it's almost like this whole song you've been building to this one point, and you finally have your resolution with that one chord change. That's what I particularly love about this song. Hmm. Again, I, I mean, I theologically, it's super to rich. That, but so I'm trying to picture where that happens in the song. It happens at your at your touch. My sleeping spirit uh, was awakened. So instead of going to the B minor like he like he did, uh, and during the rest of the starts, he actually drops to uh, no, he actually drops to G. So it has that foundational. You know, hmm. you land on that root chord, but you're still singing the same. Hmm. The same I note. wonder if, without me necessarily, because I was just glancing at the lyrics on my phone, and without me necessarily realizing that the music change was impacting me, I think my favorite line in that song is, um, "I swore I knew the way on my own, head full of rocks, heart full of stone, but spirit, mm-hmm. you moved in me." At your touch, my sleeping spirit. That's where the transition happens. At your touch, Mm -hmm. and my darkened heart, the light of Christ is shown, called into a kingdom that cannot be shaken, heaven's citizen by grace and grace alone. But um, I I love that phrase, head full of rocks and a heart Heart full of stone. stone. Because you get the heart of stone in the Old Testament, I think it's in Ezekiel, but the head full of rocks is just such a modern, you know, way of. I remember one time you said, you said, Migo, Migo has. Heart of gold, brains of rocks, or something like that. Heart yeah. of gold, head of rocks. Pea brain. <laughs> like but yeah, no, I mean, he's. Lab. it's such a... It's so... The song is so lyrically sound, and I'm, I'm still kind of surprised that it hasn't blown up. And this was... I mean, this was written... That was a long time you ago. You know, in 2013. So... Oh, that's not as long ago as But it's that. not... But it's... 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 <laughs> 
I'm going to step on on thin ice with a few folks here. I think it's a better song than, you know, it's as good, slightly different style, but it's as good as the Getty the Getty one that everybody loves. Yeah, it's a different style. That's why it hasn't different taken style. off. Yeah. It's a different, you know, he's singing it to a different audience. Shane and Shane should pick this up. <laughs> <laughs> right, we don't have to go there. Which is so um, funny because Shane and Shane was around when I was in college, but I never really liked them. And I still don't, um, I mean, I still don't listen to all their stuff. Although, I started learning Psalm 34 on the guitar, which is such a cool guitar part. Um, and we've done it in church a couple times now, I think. We've never John's done it as a congregational. We John have. has John played it, it as the prelude. Oh. And he has... Um, really? Because I've played drums on it several times. I think it's only been a prelude. It's a great song I to play drums on. I love that song. Oh, it's such a good... So uh, that's what we're talking about. I'm trying to find... I'm I don't, I sh- I'm sure I have it in my playlist, too. Shane and Shane wrote a song. It's simply called Psalm 34. Yeah. But that's it. Psalm 34 is the title of the song. Uh, they, I have the music for They have a whole bunch but. of psalms, songs, but I think that's one of their best ones. I personally, uh, lyrically, lyrically, I, I really gravitate towards songs that are theologically sound, but I mean, still, I, I feel like we've lost, we've lost a lot of the mainstream storytelling, the kind of the more artistic storyteller songwriter stuff um andrew peterson is sort of i think at least in our circle you and me and like six friends and maybe Mm -hmm. this is the world we live in but he's kind of bringing some of that back i think a little bit but it's not mainstream anymore if you're a story if you're a storytelling songwriter you can't get a record contract (laughs) unless you do praise and worship music because it's all the radio stations play so you'll never hear of anybody new um and that's i think the community's gotten a lot smaller that way too playlist on the air but um uh, if you guys haven't oh you guys i gotta bring this one up too well you're looking that up it is you guys should totally look up psalm 34 shane and shane taste and see it's great um great lyrics i like how they worked that out um my other one that i wish we would sing in church (laughs) um is from be careful where we're going with this no i'm not we we sing so we oh. we sing a number of city city light songs i was just looking up now. city light um i love their song good and gracious king that's the one i was pulling up oh look at this well, look i look oh look oh you guys oh. 12 years has done something this it's song is I think this would be a really powerful song, song to sing smoking, smoking as the great. first song in a worship service. Because as you're thinking about like the liturgy of a church, the the song starts with, I approach the throne of glory, nothing in my hands I bring, but the promise of acceptance from a good and gracious Here, king. I can print, I'll learn, I'll add this one to my learning, My the kids, I need to be better at this, but I need to... We've been, we do, you know, we sit around the fire and... We haven't this summer because no, we've been... we've been up at the cabin. Gone so much, the, I can go up to the cabin too, but I can, I can print it off and we can, um... You can learn it? I can learn it. I just, I love learn-ish. the way it opens and it always, I mean, it's a great song in general, but it always makes me think it would be a great song to sing at the beginning of a worship service because it just sets the stage for the whole worship service is approaching the throne of glory with our burdens in an undeserving way and gaining full acceptance from God because of who he is, not because of who we are, because he is a good and gracious king. Yeah. Um, you know, City of Light has some really good stuff. I think they're they're kind of blown up a little bit too. Yeah, they for sure have blown up. Um, yeah. Um, there's another one that I really like. Um uh, all sons and daughters sings called great are you lord um and it has it has more of a story i'm gonna look up the lyrics now i can't remember for sure um i think it has more of a storytelling verses but it kind of lands a little bit on the kind of classic who wrote like keith green did great are you lord who did the original <laughs> like great are you lord hasn't that just always existed i i, I don't know <laughs> it might like you <laughs> maybe it has but anyway, so All Sons and Daughters did a cover of it that is just so, um, 
I mean, it's just it's very um, it's very organic. Um, it's really it has a nice. Uh, um, it's just it's I, really, it's just I really like that to me. song as listening to it. I don't think that it's it's a corporate worship. Yeah, no, no it's but too I mean, breathy. You give life. You are love. That's the way he's singing it. Yeah, we, yeah. It's just too. It's too. Breathy it's too. To, there's yeah. It's, for I a congregation. It. No, I get it. But that's not the. That's people. You're wondering what. I, you know, it's not a hymn, but I'm like, it could be a hymn. It could be a modern hymn. Um, but yeah, no, I mean that's. I'm a big fan of that one. Because. Uh, I'm a big fan one musically. Um, obviously the I think it's really well written. I like the arrangement, I like the composition, I like the timbre of it. I like. Uh, you know the instrumentation. Um, I like the way, you know, he he writes his melody along with the, with the you know the chords and the progression there, musically. Um, it has you know has a nice flow. It builds and comes back. And it's just, I like I like musical songs. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say? Um, well, I'm trying to have you say something instead of staring at the lyrics. That people who are listening can hear. Oh. But you don't have to say anything else because I'm going to say something else. You kill life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also have been listening a lot lately to a guy named Wendell Kimbrough. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's how you pronounce his last name. But um, he does a lot of just straight singing out of the Psalms too. Um, and he's got... I have, one of his, I have one of his songs here that I was learning. So and then... he's... That Laura, our worship leader, sent me, but oh, then give I didn't, thanks. I didn't end up. No, it was a different one. But then I didn't end up playing. I oh, that's right. We did one of church. his songs a couple of weeks ago, I think. Um, he has one on Psalm sixty-two that's "I'll not be shaken," and "I'll not be shaken," "I'll not be shaken," though all. Um, oh, the lyrics won't show up here. Um, For all my hope is in His word. Um, he also my hope has. Is you. No, Show me the way. Are you just making stuff up now? No, that's old school. Old school. Third day. Um, Mac Powell. He also has a great one um, on some 107 called "Oh Give Thanks," but um, he also has one that I totally love called "We Will Say in That Day," um, and it's what? I'm <laughs> laughing. <laughs> For some reason, I thought of Sonic Flood, and. <laughs> The second song that comes up in YouTube suggestion is In the Secret. In the secret, in the quiet place. I want to know you. I want to know your voice. <clears throat> wow, I'm glad those days are over. Bad youth group. Youth yeah, group jams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't... Dang it, now oh, I yeah, can't tell you what. The, the lyrics for it. Um... We will say in that day um, is from Isaiah 12, and I'm trying to find the lyrics to it, and it is not coming up for me. I'm getting a baseball player named Wendell Kim, to whom something sad apparently happened. Um, That's terrible. um, Oh, so um, we will say... um, We will call back our armies, return from war, we'll make our plowshares into useless swords, very soon to forget what they once were for for when we join in the song of the Lord. Um, We will say in that day, to the Lord give thanks, we will not be afraid, for he comes to save. We will shout, we will call every tribe and race, come and join in the song of the Lord. You probably wouldn't like it because it's like kind of folksy and I don't know, I think you could rock it on your banjo if you... Wanted to. It's the but. only thing I like about I I'm not a folk man, but I like banjo. Speaking of folk, have you listened to any of the new Taylor Swift stuff that just released today? No. She released an album called Folklore. Why would I listen to Taylor Swift? Because apparently the indie world is going nuts and loving it. She's talented. Anyway, I want to listen to it sometime. Okay. We can listen to it on the way to let's listen to it on the way to uh Okay. On a camping trip. Um, that's that's all I've got today. What a beautiful name, Hillsong. Oh, the build. Just the progression of that song just gets me every time, too. They know how to write music. 
say what you will about Hillsong. What else is on my list? I actually have a, a Bethel song um, on my on my worship playlist called The Goodness of God that I really like. I have a Travis Green. He's a black uh, worship leader. Um, he's I've got a song called Good and Loved. It features Stephanie Greitzinger. I think she's Greitzinger. She, I think she's a Bethel person as well, but that's a, the jam on that song, I got a little bit of gospel in me. You know, it's just like it's in my soul a little bit. But I, I really like that one too. Um, I'm sitting here staring at one that I haven't listened to in a while and I won't bring it up now because we get dinged for copyright issues but I Love Vista Worship Heaven Come Down it must be good because it's on my it's on my practice drums playlist um, we had our list you know you could go we should find the link to our old Spotify playlist and share that because a lot of these songs are on that one already too yeah they probably are I mean, we can still use Spotify, but they don't have any parental controls, and the kids run around with listening to They don't anymore have anymore. any of our devices that but have they will. on them. It's going to. It's coming coming soon. I, I still prefer Spotify over iTunes. I do, too, but I you know what I prefer more than Spotify over iTunes? Just getting one service and sticking with it. I still have not... When you canceled our Spotify... I still have not rebuilt my worship it's or still, any of my playlists. Spotify is still there. You just can't. It's just shuffles. It's like permanent shuffle with ads. Yeah, and so I, but I haven't rebuilt the same playlist. Okay, should we go back to Spotify? iTunes? No, because like I'm now better. all in on iTunes. Mostly in. I'm on trying iTunes. to make good decisions for our family here. I fail. I I don't do change. I don't do change. I don't do new technology. Now that I'm an iPhone person, I will never have anything but an iPhone. <laughs> because I don't want to learn a new technology. Well, if you want both. We can have both Spotify and iTunes. You can have an iTunes account. I'll have a Spotify account. And we're going to pay $20 a month for both no, of them? No, because it's, it's, I think two of them are like a buck more than like just the family plan. But... Yeah, when the kids... The kids are going to be... The kids are coming. The kids are coming. We have a lot of kids. The kids are coming. You guys, as far as I know, Spotify doesn't have parental controls. So you get a family plan that other people can log into. But I mean, I... You know, after having iTunes now for a little while, I'm not entirely sure the parental controls even really matter because there's a lot of songs that are not labeled explicit that have a lot of content in them that I don't want my kids listening to. Hmm. Yeah. So, there's that. Okay, we'll just know that it's very traumatic for me when you do switcheroos like that. I'm working on being a We talked about this for a long time. Being. I'm working on it. I'm growing. So, you're not going to like it when we move away from Gmail? <laughs> We're not moving away from <laughs> Gmail, you turd. Unless until China owns Gmail. I don't know. Yeah, Google. Yeah. I don't know. We are at 43 minutes, though. All right, guys, um, we're going to release this while we're camping, we think, or in our Should one we? day in between, so I can't say wish me luck, um, because I will have already done it. And gotten back, and she'll live, Lord willing. Hopefully, and hopefully all the children will survive me as well. Sleepless Molly is not peak Molly. <laughs> Um, so I'll be sure to take my sleeping pills. Um, I'm not sure. Anyway. Should we post some of these songs in the show notes or just? Yeah. Okay. And people can listen to I'll them. copy and paste you my could, list. You can't make a Spotify playlist because we're not Spotify people. <sighs> you could make a playlist of just what we mentioned. Or we could make an iTunes playlist. Can you, yeah, we can share iTunes. Not everybody. Yeah, we can share iTunes. I don't know. Everybody uses different music players anymore, but I think most people are on Spotify, Google, or iTunes. We could make a YouTube playlist of them. Everybody can access YouTube. (laughs) I think YouTube is actually the most played music player in our house right now. It is, for sure. Although, I'm starting to try... So, iTunes on my computer doesn't work great. This should be an offline discussion. I have trouble iTunes searching. on my computer doesn't work great I have either. trouble searching for music. So if I want to add a new song to a playlist, I do it on my phone. Or if I even want to find a new song, mm-hmm. I add it to a playlist on my phone. And then I can look it up on my computer yeah. from the playlist. I, 
But um, we can we don't have this. Speaking of things that are conf- but <sighs> all that to say, it's much easier for me if I'm on my computer to find a song quickly on YouTube than anywhere else. Um, I don't like it because now for kids songs, YouTube has limited creating playlists. I used to just like throw together playlists of kids songs, and I can't do that anymore. Um, and also the kids now. Now that the older ones are getting proficient at typing, they don't just let it play. Or if I, <laughs> if I turn it on and then switch to a different tab because I don't want them watching something, they right. still all gather around my computer. And the big ones, I leave the room and I come back and they've switched it back to the video. So I'm trying to use YouTube less for my music because I don't want them... Because then like one song moves into the next and then they're looking up songs and... It's Titus always wants to look up Nickel Creek songs, and Lily has a... There's a group called Citizens and Saints. There's a particular mm-hmm. song that she's really stuck on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, and then they're looking stuff up for Faith, and Faith is two, and she can't make up her mind, and we can't really understand her. And so we're like, do you want la-la or whoa-whoa? <laughs> you know? Um, and she doesn't know. So that just, you know... It, it's just better to not be gathered around the computer trying to satisfy everyone with what we're watching. Anyway, um, that's all I've got. Okay. That's a lot. That's a good conversation, though. Good good choice. Like yeah. It. Thanks. I like it. <laughs> I like you. Oh, thanks. You're fun. Oh, thanks. Even though you change. I like your changes. I don't change that You're much. like a butterfly. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. I was actually going to say I don't change my clothes very much. (laughs) Uh. I was actually thinking today, like, I minimize my children's exposure to toxins and whatnot that are in shampoos and soaps by just not bathing them. (laughs) That works. And then your mom bathes them. You need a bath. Um, Actually, Elise likes the attention of getting baths. Speaking of clothes, so you guys that follow us on Instagram... A few days ago, I posted a picture of the mountain. I thought it was kind of funny. I thought it would be a funny post, too. The mountain of, on our story, the mountain of clothes that needed to be folded on the floor of our bedroom. And it's it's perpetual. It's an ongoing thing. But I... Hashtag the, mom guilt. The pull... No, there's no guilt there. I the pull, There is. I feel guilty all the time by that pile okay. of clothes. Uh, you shouldn't. I don't really care. But the uh, the... the I posted a poll. I said, is your pile bigger? (laughs) And I totally didn't even look at the results. And I was like, no, I lost it. But Oh, no. Is it? Can you find it in your archives? I don't know. But the reason I wanted to bring that up is because the last couple of nights, I brought the kids in uh, to the bedroom to fold clothes. And we've all been folding our clothes. And we've gotten through the whole pile. So congrats on us. And it's actually quite comical because the kids... You know, the kids like to put on funny clothes and they're like, what's this? And it's like, what is that? And I think at one point it was really funny when when uh, when Titus holds up a one. He's like, what is this? And he genuinely didn't know what it was. And I was like, "Uh, dude, that's mom's bra. No, it isn't. It's not a bra. Yeah, bro. Look at the pockets. Two boobs right there. Unless you got two penises. And I don't think you do that. And the kids just doubled over laughing. They thought that was the funniest thing. So then they started putting on clothes. And today, Faith was walking around in socks and underwear on heads. And then they would just make fun of clothes. And it was quite quite humorous. So, oh, man. 45% is your pile of laundry needing folding bigger. 45% of respondents said yes. 55% said no. So it looks like we're average. We are... Pretty, much pretty average. Average. Good average. job, guys. Everyone out there who responded to the poll, you're average. Unless <laughs> uh, unless you you don't have a pile, then you're definitely not average. And I know some people that don't have piles. I'm not sure how they accomplish that, but maybe we're just not forceful enough with our kids. I we're definitely not nearly as on top of things as some of our our friends are. Well, I feel like we're on top of things. I just don't feel I like don't. we force our kids to. I don't feel like I'm on top of things at all, almost ever. I feel like you're wildly on top of things most of the time. Like, more so even than me. I would like to soon have my head on top of my pillow. It's 11 o'clock. Ah, no, it's 15 till 11. It's probably closer to... Says the man with a watch. 
Guys, we bought our kids watches, our two older ones, and we, they, they think that things like, <laughs> like, it's, um, it's nine ten is really funny. Um, you know, like two numbers in a row. Oh. Um, it's ten eleven. Um, but also. I've never even thought of that. Um. Oh, I, it took me several notifications of that in order to get it. Um. But also, <laughs> hey mom, it's almost lunchtime. Yeah, what time is it? Ah, it's ten thirty four. Nope. Lunchtime is not for an hour and twenty six minutes. Hashtag <laughs> I can math better than you, child. Hey mom. It's 11.34. Hey, Mom, it's 11.36. Hey, Mom, it's 12.10. We're late for lunch. Yep. <laughs> um, I am for sure getting Elisa watch when she gets into the math part oh about learning how to tell time because our kids' ability, our, their sense of time and their ability to tell time has gone ballistic <laughs> in both a good way and a bad way recently but i feel like if i had gotten them watches sooner learning to tell time would have been a lot less painful like i don't need my kids making charts all day like in our math book they make charts of like i do this at this time i do this at this time i don't need them to do that i just need to have them have a watch for a week (laughs) they are pros at those charts (laughs) i mentioned something to elise today about time or something and she just looks at me and goes Dad, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I was like, don't worry, you will. Oh, <laughs> like, oh goodness. Okay, guys, follow us on TooBusyToFlush.com, www.tb2f.com, or TooBusyToFlush.com, at TooBusyToFlush on Instagram, and at TooBusyToFlush on Facebook. And then we have a blog. You can subscribe to our website or just follow us there to kind of keep in touch. But it's, yeah, it's awesome. So rate us five stars, please. Um, I think we still have a perfect five-star rating, which is great <laughs> so far. And uh, leave a few comments. But most importantly, we thank you. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening and uh, all the jazz. So, yeah. Insight into our really weird lives. Super weird. All right. Have a good week, everyone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>